0: So, uh, thank you for taking time out of your day to join us here today uh, to start off. Can you just give us a little introduction about yourself and your journey as an environmental activist?
1: Thank you. Thank you, and uh, Thank you, everybody, for this space. Well, uh, let me introduce myself. I am Darien Castro. I am from Ecuador. Uh, I am 24 years old. Uh, I, I finished my... Uh, University degree in uh, biology, and uh, right now um, the reason because I I had the opportunity to involved in uh, a climate climate action and uh, conservation uh, initiatives is because in the first step for my career obviously in in uh, the biology we have a uh, tremendous professionals and researchers. And in the same time, a student community that fight against that uh, problems like uh, the climate change and even the the, the effects of that phenomenon. And uh, the the other way was obviously with youth organizations in my country, especially the movement, the Ecuadorian movement of environment. It's it's one of these. And another movements related with the poly, policy making spaces, like the Environment Frontline in Ecuador, that is related with you know the the the, the spaces in a, in a political issues about the what happened with the uh, natural reserves, the ancestral territories in indigenous communities, and uh, the conservation the conservation of, of this biodiversity, that it's our richness in this country. And and uh, but the, my story, uh, especially from my organization, that's an independent organization, is called Wings for Amazon, have a story with my family, like a tradition. They had a, a refugee for abused animals uh, since 32 years ago. And right now, uh, we, we start to involve in another areas, like I mentioned, in indigenous rights, and uh, climate change, too. So yeah, basically, that's my my beginning in this kind of, of areas. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, that's great. You are doing great work that needs to be done. So uh, mm-hmm. you've been doing this work for quite a while. What would you say is your most important
1: initiative that you done or something that you're most proud of. Yeah, well, especially, you know, it, it, I I had that opportunity to talk in, in COP26 and all about that, but before that we started to do commitments in related with this with this kind of area, uh, especially in the NDCs. And the the sustainability uh, development goals uh, too, and all these initiatives that are related with a new innovation in the productive matrix in my country, and uh, in sometimes in, in in some of these spaces we had support, for example, uh, from an individual level and even like. A, In the government level, you know, uh, the reason because I had another space in in the in the COP twenty six in the pavilions to uh, have a presentation about my research in a scientific level was because of support my uh, uh, a delegate from the government of my country, but. Uh, we start to you know have a conversations with even other organizations on international level and even institutions to you know to to try to have a progress and not only you know have a, a a stop in in these in these initiatives that it's very even I mentioned that in my in my speech that it's necessary to you know to support the innovation and not only you know, to talk with great corporations or something like that, because that's not the the total uh, uh, answer to these problems. Even with the COVID nineteen pandemic, we have another great research that unfortunately are uh, covert uh, for for you know the great corporations and all about that. And yeah, basically that could be the the actions that we did before the COP26 and we want to continue with that. Right now with the great influence and the the attention that we received uh, during that conference.
2: It's great your speech at COP26
0: was quite impactful and it's important to spread awareness about such topics. Um, When it comes to COP26, the results from the were quite controversial with people believing that the policies made were not as effective they should be as they should be. So what are your opinions on these policies and how effective do you think they are?
1: That's a good question, especially for the opinions of the observer area, you know we we had that, that stage or levels of participation. i I was the observer organization, obviously. And the majority of the people that want in, uh, to participate in many cases, they, they didn't have the opportunity and even they collaborated in uh, popular movements like uh, the manifestation in Glasgow, for example, and even another panels uh, uh, outside of, of the, the, the COP26. And uh, yeah, maybe the opinion in general, it's it's so frustrating and disappointed or the organizations, especially the NGOs. But uh, I think depends on the context. Uh, for example, when India uh, start to talk about the subsidies deli- deletion, it's a it's a, it's a danger for countries in the global south, for example. That's true in in a in a in in a, a little thing, because if you can think about the why uh, countries like in South America, like my country, for example, or Colombia, or uh, uh, Venezuela, for example, that it's a, a terrible crisis right now. Uh, from from to 2012 uh, due to the, the the government that they had, uh, they depends of that subsidies and you know you start to delete or reduce that government supporting in taxes you know to 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 do e- easier the, 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 you know the cost of the gas of the oil. Uh, it's a benefit for the for the you know the, 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 the poor uh, society in in, uh, in in these countries uh, and include me. So even uh, indigenous communities, we had the participation of indigenous communities in a manifestations uh, three months before the pandemic situation uh, in the manifestations that were against the subsidy deletion. And many people didn't know about that. Even we had the participation on some of these uh, indigenous delegates that they were against that uh, subcede deletion. And but you know it's it's so complex to understand that because we have a economic stability uh, you know so low you know so so hard to 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 have a equality between the 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 social classes and it's it's so complicated. Even we have another problems of the security. Um, it's 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 a it's a real situation that, for example, I think the COP twenty six tried to do the best, but for the wrong uh, the, uh, uh, the, the 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 wrong reasons. Why? Because they they had they had to say no to the subsidies deletion, but not because of the global south countries had that that problem to delete that 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 subsidies that help of the government to the oil and gas. Uh, they did it due to the business uh, between China. Obviously, is the is the 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 most important uh, country, rich country in that. And unfortunately, they didn't have uh, uh, the, the president in that country, you know, it is what it is. And the and, and, uh, Russia and United States, the interest of these countries is the reason because the subsidies uh, didn't delete in that moment, uh, but uh, not for, for the global South countries. Because uh, if we can see the Paris Agreement in the last years, was a uh, uh, agreement that had uh, a hard position with the Global South countries. You know they uh, request um, in in that agreement requests and uh, 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 demands uh, in in the Global South and in the same time in the Global North. Global North have that possibility to you know to reduce the gas emissions or even reduce the subsidies or something like that. But the Global South didn't have that possibility. And that's the reason because I think this this, uh, conference was more realistic, but I think we need a next step to reduce, but with more support to the Global South countries. And and, in what areas we need to support. Uh, Obviously uh, the innovation, technology, a change in the productive matrix, and all about that and many people don't see
0: that. I completely agree, it's quite a complex issue and a more holistic approach should have been taken by the countries attending. Uh, Thank you for answering my questions. My colleague now will take over and continue with her questions.
1: okay.
2: Uh, so, I have a couple of questions. I'm very, like, curious about all your work. So, uh, I think I'll like to uh, start off where Le Jane left off. Uh, so, she did ask you about uh, COP26 and your opinions about their solutions. So, in your opinion, what would be good, realistic solutions to certain environmental issues that you think would benefit
1: countries? for example that one of these was the subsidies deletion that was a a, was a decision that it's good for the global north countries i think but not for not at all for the rest of 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 the territories that didn't have a development country uh, status in, in in that area you know it's unfortunately that's the reason because in even for example the uh, bolivia delegates and uh, another latin american delegates were upset for for the, because the decision was uh, totally yeah the, i i think the, they take uh, take a time they took a time to to make that decision in the in the in the, in the, in the agreement you know with with uh, alok sharma And and the rest of delegates, you know, Uh, but when they had to do that radical change, that in many cases the 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 Paris delegates of another countries from, for example, Philippines or Maldives, Iceland or something like that, they had disappointed with that because even they they that's the reason because I mentioned the subsidies deletion was a great solution was a great solution for the poor countries. But for the wrong reasons, because the ground reason was, you know, to uh, keep uh, the status quo in the in the commercial and the global market with the Chinese government and the Russian government. So that's that's the only uh, reason because they did that, not for us, you know, for Ecuador, not for Colombia, not for Bolivia. It's it's impossible. You you can see that. Even in the the last decisions and even the disappointed behavior that they had, uh, especially the countries that want uh, to delete that subsidy. Uh, India, I can understand because even India have a, a density. You know, it's it's uh, it's the the most important country in, especially in the in the population density. You know, in the demographic area, but. I can understand India, you know, in that area. But China, it's you know, we understand what happened with China. We understand what what the, that kind of government do not only in their territory, even in in the Latin America. They have a uh, uh, thousands of of agreements, commercial agreements, or even projects of extractivists in mining, in oil, and many people just don't talk about that. So that's the reason because these, that decision was for the ground reason for, for uh, another interest. And another realistic that I think it was, was uh, possible, for example, it was the, redu- the, the reduction of the emissions that we can do that, like, even like a poor country, we can do that. But another thing that I was disappointed is, for example, the loss and damage support that didn't was uh, enough for us. You know, uh, how we can continue with this transition if we don't have that support in key areas that we need a financial or economic uh, basis, like, um, you know, in the biotechnology, like I mentioned, or the biomedicine on a new change in the biomaterials uh, for this crisis, like we have right now, like the microchips um, uh, production, for example, we can continue with that, but with another alternative, you know, with nanocells, you know, it's it's so interesting that areas, and unfortunately we didn't have enough attention in that areas. So what's the consequences of that? We can continue with the same status quo, with the same model of production, based in the methods, like uh, mining, like a uh, oil industry that still destroy the territories and still destroy the the you know the, the ecosystems. And um, I, I think that's the reason because I many people are, were disappointed with that decision because they they still say uh, like they still talk about that like a political issue but we need to start to involve in other areas, in academic, in technology, not only with uh, policy making, uh, or even just pretend to do decisions uh, for a subjective uh, form, you know, a subjective way. We We have the data, we have the information that thousands of um, researchers collecting, and they just ignore it because you need to have a great speech capacity to express that. And I'm disappointed with that because th- we need to start to involve in another areas, more technical areas, and not only in a political form. And yeah, but with that, that could be the realistic in the same time, but we need to be better in another areas, like I mentioned.
2: I definitely agree with that. I like one main thing I picked up from what you were saying is that more people need to get involved in this and be made aware of this. So how do you think us as the youth of this world can make a difference by using our voices? If any
1: difference. Yeah, for example, I I I can see that um I don't know in in many cases for example the opportunities that the young people the, the young people had in the in the conference was a huge huge support but uh, we need to understand that in many cases um, many people start to talk about that exists racism in in the initiatives in the conferences but I don't think so and why, why I, I think it's not the problem you know with, with, with the young inclusion uh, because in many cases, for example in, in especially in these territories like in South America, uh, the, the the young people didn't have a great level in for example, uh, in the languages for example. We we, we start with the English language, uh, from, from, uh, when we were a child when, when, uh, um, the, you know, in the first level of primary school, we start with the English language in, in my country. And obviously we talk Spanish, but uh, like uh, another uh, language alternative, we, we start to, you know, uh, le- uh Learn uh, English like another language for an international relationship, even uh, from from the the first level of the primary school. And, but I, I think the level of, of the language that it's the barrier that we have, and we didn't we 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 don't have to have to to have that that barrier. It's, it's so sad because what what's what's the point when when you have in a primary school uh, English classes but when these guys uh, continue and they want to you know to to do something in an international level they don't have that that level that they need in 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 that area, for example people from the high school they they should have a great level of English and unfortunately they didn't have. Uh, And that's I think that's the 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 main barrier that we have right now. And and it's a limitation obviously if the young inclusion. But I think we need to be better, you know, to enhance that areas in the language. And the rest I think was was great. You know, I, I could see even friends from communities uh, with uh, some uh, conferences spaces that even I, I didn't have, for example. and that's and, and, and they don't work with uh, NGOs and another these might that many people talk about that. No, they, they come from the, the, the communities you know from the rainforest territories and they wanted to talk about that in beautiful spaces that the, the Glasgow uh, government gi- gave them in that moment. So, in my opinion, don't exist that racism. Many people started to talk about that racism or the lack of inclusion of, of, of the young people or something like that because, you know, it's not enough in many cases. Uh, I, for example, I am totally disagreed that uh, in the panels of the negotiations or something like that, we don't have uh, young people. Uh, in, the, in from the NGOs, for example, that's that's uh, that's not the way to to continue with inclusion because they need to know what's the decisions and what's the agreements uh, they will done uh, in the in the, for the future, you know. And 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 that's the reason we just don't have to do something in the spaces for a public. Uh, areas. No, we need to involve in the policy making negotiations. And unfortunately, uh, it's a reduced, a a limited uh, number of these groups of the young people that participated in these spaces, but now total, uh, that that wasn't uh, a total uh, participation, you know, Uh, it's, it's not so deep in the making decisions. And yeah, the, I think that's the two areas that we need to be better in, uh, in the language that it is a, a policy uh, a local issue, I think, and the inclusion in negotiations of these groups too. Mm-hmm.
2: That makes a lot of sense. Like, I definitely think culture and language is involved here. Um, so. Okay I think we're nearing our last 5 minutes so I'll hand it over quickly to okay. Lena Lena Okay so um my question is like um how do you think we can influence the world leaders or the decision makers to come up with more effective policies and not even like just coming up with the policies but to ensure the proper implementation too
1: yeah, like like I mentioned, is a is a great question, and even is like a complement of my last answer. Uh, was uh, the influence was huge, obviously with uh, with the the development countries, and that's three: the Russia, uh United States, and China. Uh, they they have the 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 real power of decision and and we could see the same results in, during this conference, too, despite, uh, for example, the China and Russia didn't have a, a presidency in the first time. But, you know, for example, uh, Biden, uh, we, uh, he, he stayed in, in the conference, but the only, I don't know, five days, you know, the, the first five days and the rest of negotiations, he, he just come home came home and in the same thing uh, happened in the rest of countries you know many of of the of the presidents just uh, uh, came back to to the countries uh, their countries and yeah i I can understand because uh, uh, the, the the reality of of these governments in, in in their territories is you know they need to be in in, in that countries and we can understand that but I think uh, we need a, a real alliances in, in the countries that need a real change. For example, I, c- I couldn't see a real alliance uh, of South America or Latin America or Central America. We just could see a little conversations, dialogues, spaces with them uh, between, you know, neighbor countries like uh, a Colombia, Ecuador, a Peru, Ecuador. Brazil, Ecuador, but not a real alliance to, you know, to do a um, a heavy decision against the the countries that have the, you know, the the power in the, in the global market, and that's the reason because they take the decisions, make the decisions, and uh, you know, it's it's part of that plan, and even what's so absurd in, in a in a in a little part of the conference, in the last plenary, you know, the, the final plenary to to close the the conference, many delegates, political political delegates, start to talk about that. Hey, I, I have my child, I have my grandson, my granddaughter, and I want to to you know, a future for them. Okay, I understand that kind of uh, you know speech, uh, emotional speech. But the rest of of delegates did the same, you know. Yeah, yeah, I have a, a, a granddaughter. You know, it's, uh, that, that part of the, of the speech was completely ridiculous for me because it just, it was, uh, that means that these not take it seriously in, in, in about the climate change, you know. This problem, it's not take it serious. And, and uh, it's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, one speech more in their careers, in a political careers, and, and they don't understand what's the, the 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 consequences, the real consequences in a long term or even in a short term that we have right now. And yeah, I, I think the influence is still being the developing countries and other areas like the European Union delegates and and the Switzerland delegates. They were against that position of the United States and and China and Russia, but but you know it's not enough because we need to understand, the, 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 we need to understand that the alliances it's the key to 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 be against the the decisions of these developing countries that they still have uh, agreements, commercial agreements in in these territories, like uh, the the Global South, for example.
2: I wanted to kind of ask your views on, you mentioned the indigenous communities and um, uh, their views on the policy. So could you elaborate about that? I would like to know more about that.
1: Yeah, for example, the main problems are, are related the main problems that the indigenous communities have right now it's related with the productive model that we have uh, even the, the even despite of of uh, you know the 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 negative results that the extractivist models have in the indigenous territories exist a, a, a section of, of of the indigenous communities that depends of that model right now, you know they they start to you know to to understand the the, the economic model or something like that, and and they have investments or something like that they, in the transportation in that areas or even with uh, even in in the mining uh, in the mining areas, you know that. The, the, the government or even illegal mining mines uh, are extracted the, the metallurgy materials or minerals, all about that. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, that part exists, but it's not the majority. And the majority of the indigenous communities want you know a water, a clean water, in their uh, waterfalls and their rivers because they depend of that. They don't have a water a potable water system to distribute that resource around the, 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 the communities, tribes, the the their you know their territories. It's impossible due to the the, the the you know the the complicated in that territory you know it's a rainforest it's a huge um uh, uh forestry um territory and it's, it's it's so complicated but not impossible you know uh, uh, the government if they wanted uh, they can do that but that's not the priority of them. It the priority of of the government. It's that uh, agreements between these uh, transnational uh, companies from Canada, for example, from the United States, even from Spain, the Repsol Oil Company uh, have a great territory around the natural reserves, even. And it's it's yeah. That's I think that's the the main. Problem that these communities have, even in Amazon region and even in Andean region, with the mining industry, you know, they they have a collapsing of the mountains, that that is a collapse of the water flow in their communities too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really
2: nice. Uh, I also like was thinking that. Um, the depletion of these natural resources also causes like higher emissions so what sort of uh, policies and laws do you think should be instilled to make people take these seriously that they shouldn't be depleting these natural resources
1: yeah for example i think the 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 the, you know the, the 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 i don't know the the things that many people just ignore, like I could see in the in the COP26, but the situation in the economic level, you know, uh, when, when we have uh, a, a government area uh, in the majority of, of the Latin American countries that is so bigger and they need uh, too much, um, too much resources uh, like uh, the taxes and economic support it's very difficult to delete these initiatives against the the, the, the conservation and the environmental protection it's so complicated why because even exists you can see them even in the Congress of the United States exists a great uh, uh, she's a big part of of these uh, congressist politicians in that area, in that uh, in that country that have investments in these companies, uh, and and why they have that because of the great support that they receive with taxes and all about that. When we can reduce that uh, that size, the, the the congress size and the government size. I think we can start to be a real change. You know, we can see a real change in that area because that's the limitation that the, you know, United States have a great power in an economic and industry level. And that's the reason because they don't suffer the, the collapsing of their economy due to, you know, the, the, the Congress, the Congress uh, payment, for example. But in another countries, the politicians uh, uh, prefer to conserve their their comfortable situation, and the rest of the country start to be a chaos. You know, it's 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 part of the I think it's part of that ideology that is uh, disseminated around the region in Latin America, and the, the, that's the reason because the people when they start to see. Uh, problems, like, uh, for example, they delete subsidies, the cost of, of the products are are so higher, so expensive, uh, they start to do manifestations of something like that. But the the, the real problem in that model, it's no, it's beyond of the, the economic situation of the, the expensive things. We can see that despite of the the model the production model, the successful model uh, that we have with, uh, due to the decisions of the poly- politicians, we don't have a real result and uh, we have a, a economic disaster and environmental disaster. You know, we don't have nothing due to the corruption, due to the politic, uh, political system, and, and yeah, basically that's the, the limitations that we have in, in that area. And many many people even in the conference didn't understand because obviously people from Europe, from the United States, even from the United Kingdom, they don't have that problems. They have a minimum, but in, in our region, it's a, a huge problem in the in, in Latin America. All right, thank you so much for joining us here today
0: and answering our questions.